Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to do another sexy Saturday edition and talk about Blake Lively. Now, Blake Lively, I would say at her peak, was one of my top five favorite crushes. I mentioned this, I think it's in the sixth episode I ever did, my celebrity crushes. But why do I like Blake Lively? Because as you've noticed, if you're listening to this chronologically, you look at Keira Knightley, you look at Amanda Seyfried, you look at the girls from Yellowstone, they all kind of have the same look. Skinny, waif blonde, dirty blonde, freckly look, and Blake Lively, it would fit very well into those categories. Also, similar to the other women I've mentioned, uh, she is not a complete train wreck from all indications that we give. Now, Seyfried is young. She's uh, only 35 years old. Most of you guys know she's married to Ryan Reynolds. She's currently gestating, if you want to use that term, gestating his fourth child. She is pregnant. And her dating history is unique. She's probably most famous for being one of DiCaprio's girlfriends under the age of 25. In fact, when they dated, it was pretty much right after the sister of Traveling Pants and she was about 20. And afterwards, not that long afterwards, she met Ryan Reynolds on the set of The Green Lantern and uh, the rest is history. They had a pretty quick courtship and um, they've been married ever since. She's 5'10", and she's been on record saying that she was always self-conscious about her height. And, I mean, I could see that. I, I, I do know women who are tall, and if you get tall too quickly at too young of an age, you're almost defined by it. I would probably hazard to say that you know 5'10 is not awkwardly tall. I would say for like a woman, probably an inch or, or, or two even more would be awkwardly tall. 5'9", five, 5'10 five, is still on the verge of acceptably tall. Now, it does narrow the amount of men that might want to be with you because men always want to be with a woman. Not always, but typically that, that are shorter than them. But she didn't really have a problem with that with Ryan Reynolds. Now, if you look at her filmography, it's fascinating. So she did, as most of you guys know, Sister of the Traveling Pants in the sequel. And when she did Traveling Pants, she never acted. She never acted. She was 18 and did that movie. And then from there, most of her roles are kind of defined by her, her young looks and her beauty. And as a whole, her filmography is pretty scant. And I think some of that has to do with just gestating and birthing three of the kids and being a wife. But she did accept it. That's that movie with Justin Long where they fabricate a university and uh, this has a, a, a pre-knocked-up Jonah Hill, pre-super-bad Jonah Hill. So it's interesting to see him in this movie with all these other actors, and he's probably the most famous person in it. And then later on, she did Traveling Hands number two, and then probably the next hit was The Town. The Town, I've talked about this on the Ben Affleck filmography. The Town, God bless her. Uh, she's trying to do a Boston accent. I think she plays the brother of Ben Affleck, if I'm not mistaken, but, um, or she's like the, the, now she's not the brother, but she's somehow connected, but either way, 
Um, God bless her. She does she does the best that she can do there. 2011, she does Green Lantern. That's where she meets Ryan Reynolds. She's just, again, eye candy there. 2012 is Savages. That's the movie she does with Oliver Stone. And that, that movie is, is, is a fascinating movie. I do know that after the completion of that movie, she and the cast wore these shirts that said, I survived Oliver Stone. And it has Aaron Taylor Johnson, future James Bond, and Taylor Kitsch. I don't know what happened to Taylor Kitsch. You know, he's one of those guys, like, the, where did the career go? And then it's got Salma Hayek as, like, the bad person, the the villain. That's a fascinating movie. Again, she's just mostly eye candy in that. Then around this time, or I should say contemporaneous to this time, she is doing Gossip Girl, which is the show that was on uh, on the WB. I believe it was on the WB. And then they rebooted on HBO Max, which got canceled pretty quickly. The original is kind of known for just having a cast of gorgeous people. You got Leighton Meester, you got uh, Chase Crawford, you have Penn Badgley. And uh, it was a very successful show, and it definitely helped her with her career because uh, during that time, as I mentioned, she was doing the aforementioned movies. Her peak, I, I personally feel her peak in terms of her acting, and I would say also her beauty is Age of Adeline, which she does in 2015. So at this point, she is... 20 years old more or less and i think it's it's a beautiful movie she plays a a woman who for whatever circumstance doesn't age ever so it's kind of like a benjamin button kind of movie but unlike benjamin button she's not aging and it's just well made it's beautiful she is wearing very traditional kind of colors and so forth because it takes place in the past mostly i believe in the 1950s if i remember correctly and i think she's just at her peak beauty Following that up, she does The Shallows, which is most people remember that as the shark movie where it's pretty much her in a bikini trying to avoid sharks. She was one month pregnant during the filming of that movie. I think the movie's fine. I I, I saw it once and that's it. Then she did a very strange movie called All I See You. This movie was kind of an indie and it's about her being blind and she's married to Jason Clarke. And the whole premise of it is she's wanting to get her vision back and she's like a good wife until she gets her vision. And then she starts to be more confident and then her husband doesn't like that. And she starts rebelling against kind of their traditional marriage and then things ensue from there. Interesting movie. I don't think it really hit, but it was an interesting movie. Then she does a simple favor. This is a, a, a movie. This is probably her last real like movie that was somewhat on the radar. This is the one she does with, quote, my sarcastic favorite, Anna Kendrick. And some of you might remember the poster for this. This is one where she's standing. She's well-dressed, like a rich woman in this movie. And she's got a man's legs up in the air. She's holding the man's legs. But it's essentially... Anna Kendrick plays the typical Anna Kendrick role, and she plays this mysterious woman who disappears, and then things ensue from there. That was, I guess, you could say her last somewhat successful movie. I wanted to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. We have The Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups, and ways to biohack your life. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. 
and there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there and then more recently about two years ago i just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because i'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food and lastly we have the confessions of an obese child feed which i started in january 2017 which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child i was an overweight child and i lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years so it's a channel like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood how to deal with that how to how to function with that and also discusses and i interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood binge eating binge drinking and how to deal with that and there's a lot of great interviews over there so those are the three other feeds at the eclectico gregorio channel now let's get back to the show then she does the i mean th this was the movie that I, I wouldn't say ended her career because she could always come back but the rhythm section is a movie where she dresses up ugly in other words it's her ugly movie and she's essentially a killer and she wants to get revenge on the people that orchestrated the plane crash that killed her family jude law's in this and it just didn't work it I guess people just didn't want it, it you know she maybe she wanted to be like kind of like a monster Charlize Theron kind of movie it just didn't work it didn't it didn't work at all it was critically panned and that was really the last movie she's done I mean to be honest she has a couple of things in pre-production and in development but I, I think the way it is with Lively is like her priority is really just her family and her and her husband and one of the things I like about her is that you can tell that she and Ryan Reynolds have a good relationship. They do have a good marriage. If you look at their Instagram, it's just very self-effacing. They'll post pictures of each other, like picking each other's noses, or when somebody's doing something embarrassing, or like Ryan Reynolds will, will do a goofy dance, and, and she'll say, is it possible to get pregnant when you're pregnant? Just very kind of jokey stuff. And just the, the dynamic of their relationship makes me think and just knowing you know we don't know these people but just kind of knowing what we know of ryan reynolds as being kind of the kind of erudite smart ass but just like like, like a funny guy you could see why she would want to be with him and of course you could see why he would want to be with her i mean she is at least 10 years younger than he is and they just seem to have a good relationship and i could see this marriage surviving and doing well so like the other women that i've done in this series she just seems like a good woman good wife and she had a career for a little while and now she's focusing on her children maybe she'll end up doing a tv show i would like her to do like some sisters rom-com with amanda seyfried or anne hathaway or something like that but um i think she's just you know she's a beautiful woman and uh she seems like an all-around nice woman and um she just is somebody that i've always found to be attractive on different levels Guys, if you appreciate my content, there is a link for PayPal if you want to help make a donation up to defray the cost of posting this on a server. And there's also a link for the website, which hosts all of the Eclectico Gregorio feeds and channels, in addition to having hundreds of articles about on recipes, holistic recipes, uh, gluten-free, dairy-free, just kind of a naturopathy depository. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.